0: In this episode, we're going to look at how to configure Cisco Discovery Protocol, Link Layer Discovery Protocol, and Network Time Protocol. I'll show you how to do it, and we'll talk about the concepts along the way. A network administrator has been asked to investigate a new client's network. Documentation is incomplete for the network, so some of the information needs to be discovered. In addition, the NTP server needs to be configured on a router. Discovery protocols must also be adjusted to control traffic discovery protocol traffic and prevent information about the network from being received by potentially unauthorized hosts. Some of the device IP addresses are unknown. We must determine what the IP addresses are so that you can connect to the devices over SSH in order to configure them. We are then going to enter those IP addresses into the addressing table as we discover them. Greetings to all my tech heads out there in the Kev Techify nation. And if you're new here, welcome. This episode is part of my series on configuration examples for the CCNA. I'm Kevin here, Kev Techify. Let's get this adventure started. Packet Tracer lab 10.8.1. Configure CDP LDP and NTP. Had the packet tracer lab open on the left side I have our topology where we're going to be interacting with our devices on the right side I have our instructions very bottom right I have the packet tracer activity window that opens up with the packet tracer activity file in the upper right the majority of the right side I have a word document that contains the instructions from the packet tracer activity window reason i have that is we have some fields some questions to answer the word document will allow me to put my answers in there and save them here's our topology we have a couple routers we have a wan connection local area networks behind them we have our addressing table here's our addressing table there's a couple fields in the addressing table we need to figure out Here's the objectives. In this activity, we're going to configure a router to receive time information over NTP and devices with CDP and LLDP. Um, Configure CDP, disable CDP, configure LDP, LLDP, and then finally look at NTP. Configure a router to use as an NTP server. Some of the IP addresses are unknown. You must determine what the IP addresses are so that you can connect to these devices over SSH in order to configure them. You can enter them in the addressing table as you discover them. Here's our instructions. Use the table below to log on to the branch switches. These are our branch switches. These are the device, the username, password, In the enable secret password. What I'm going to do is I'm going to use split screen here in Microsoft Word. I'm gonna go up to view. I'm gonna click on split screen. And what this does is allow me to have two individually scrollable areas. What I'm gonna do is I'm gonna leave the passwords up there And I can adjust the scroll area. So now I will always see these usernames and passwords. But in the bottom, I can control or I can scroll what I need to see. First one configure LLDP as follows. Okay, so it's just going to tell us what to do, and we need to come up with the commands to do that. First step disable CDP on the HQ router. So I have to go into the HQ router. I'm going to click on the HQ router, slide this over, make this bigger going right to left. And we can log in. Good, no passwords here. So I can go ahead and type enable. Once again, we are looking to disable CDP. We have to do that from global configuration mode. So we can type in config T. Here we can turn it off. To turn it off, we do no CDP run. I will turn off CDP on the HQ router. Now we need to enable it locally, or sorry, globally. We have to enable LLDP globally. To turn it on, we type in LLDP run. And that turns it on. So what we did is we turned off CDP, Cisco Discovery Protocol, and now we turned on LLDP, Link Layer Discovery Protocol. That's a multi-vendor discovery protocol. Well, that takes care of our first two steps. Let's go on to our next one. On HQ, configure the links to the switches to only receive LLDP messages. So on HQ, configure only the links to the switches to receive LLDP messages. What we have to do is on these two links right here, The switches are only going to receive LLDP messages, right? That's what it said. Configure the links to the switches to only receive. So these links are only going to receive messages. Basically, when a switch sends out an LLDP message, it's going to go through, but we're not going to transmit anything to the switches. So we need to go ahead and set that up now to figure out what what devices are connected to each other. We can look at our configuration here what i'm going to do is i'm going to click in this window now i'm going to mouse over this green triangle here it's going to tell me it's gig 000, and i'm going to mouse over this triangle right here and it's going to tell me it's gig 001. so gig 000 and gig 001, we have to stop it from transmitting lldp from our router to do that we have to go into that interface so from global configuration mode, we can type in interface. And once again, that was gig zero slash zero slash zero. That was the first one. And then we have to stop it from transmitting. We can go ahead and type in no space LLDP and then transmit. Set that up. That'll stop LLDP transmissions from going out G 0 And then we have to do it for that second interface that was interface gig zero slash zero slash one. Make sure I got my slashes in there. And the same command again, no space LLDP transmit. Now we're not transmitting anything out of that. But we do have to make sure that we're receiving in on that. And we have to turn that on. I forgot to do that on the, on the gig zero zero. While we're in gig zero zero one, I'm gonna go ahead and turn on receiving. To do that, it's LLDP receive. That turns it on to receive coming into that port. And I have to go back to interface gig zero slash zero slash zero and do LLDP receive. Now we're not transmitting out of there, but we can receive any information if hq switch one and two decide to send us lldp information we'll be able to receive it on those connections but we're not going to transmit anything to those switches okay that takes care of on the hq router configure the links to the switches to only receive lldp done with the third step Down to the fourth step. Disable CDP on the HQ SW1 and SW2 switches. So we need to disable CDP on those switches. What we have to do is go in and connect into switch one here. I'll slide this up, make it a little bit bigger going right to left. And we have to turn off CDP on this switch. Go ahead and type enable. Yes, into privilege exec mode and then we have to go into global configuration mode config t to turn off cdp once again is no space cdp space run that turns off cdp let's go ahead and do that on switch two right away once again i make the window a little bit bigger going right to left enable to get into privilege exec mode config t global configuration mode Now we can turn off CDP. Command once again is no space CDP space run. And that turned off CDP. That takes care of the fourth step. Fifth step. We're gonna enable LLDP on the HQ SW1 and HQ SW2 switches. Okay, let's go ahead and do that. We'll do S1 first, switch one first. To turn it on, LLDP space run, that turns it on. So what we did is we turned off Cisco discovery protocol and now we turned on the link layer discovery protocol, the multi-vendor discovery protocol. Switch one is done. We need to go and do switch two, LLDP run. We have now turned on LLDP on switch two. That takes care of our fifth step onto the sixth one. On the HQ S1 and S2 switches, configure the links to the HQ router to only send, not receive LLDP messages. Remember, we already configured up here, HQ router to receive. Now we need to send on our HQ router. And on the HQ router, we told it not to transmit. So our our HQ routers do not have to um, receive anything in you have to go ahead and do that configuration we'll go ahead and do s1 first we have to go into that interface these interfaces are these two interfaces what i'm going to do is i'm going to click in this window make sure it's active mouse over this triangle that's gig zero one i'm going to mouse over this triangle That is also Gig01. So Gig01 on both Switch1 and Switch2 is where we need to do that. On Switch1, I'm in global configuration mode. I just need to go into that interface. So interface Gig0-1. And because I turned on LLDP globally, it's both receiving and... Transmitting by default, what I need to do is just stop it from receiving. We need to stop LLDP from receiving. Once we're in our interface of G01, we have to do a no LLDP receive. Now stop it from receiving in any LLDP information on GIG01. Let's go ahead and do that on switch 2. We are in global configuration mode. We need to go into our interface of G0 slash one. And once again, we need to stop LLDP from receiving messages. So no space LLDP receive. And now it stops it from receiving that information in. That takes care of our sixth point onto our seventh and last point here for configuring LLDP. Disable L LDP completely on the HQS1 and HQS2 access ports that are in use. On our diagram here, S- our our headquarters switch one and switch two, those are connected to access devices one's connected to a server one's connected to a pc we do not need them to have any lldp information so we have to stop them from receiving and stop them from transmitting we do that on these ports right here i'm going to click in this window make sure it's activated mouse over this triangle this triangle here says it's fast ethernet 0 24 and on this one it says we are fast ethernet zero slash one. I'm going to go ahead and write that down. So S1 was fast ethernet zero slash 24. S2 was fast ethernet zero slash one. So I wrote that down. Now we can go ahead and disable that on those ports. We can disable LLP on those reports. We have to do the receive and transmit on both of those. So on switch one, we have to go into interface and that was fast Ethernet 0/24. We have to stop it from both transmitting and receiving LLDP information. So it's no LLDP receive, that stops it from receiving, and no LLDP transmit, that'll stop it from transmitting. Okay, that takes care of switch one. I'm going to minimize that. Let's go into switch two. Once again, the port on switch 2, according to my notes, was fast Ethernet 01. So we go into that interface. So interface fast Ethernet 0 slash 1. And we need to stop it from transmitting and receiving LLDP messages also. Command here is no space LLDP receive and no LLDP transmit. takes us through all of our configure LLDP as needed. On to the next part, configure CDP as follows. Activate CDP on the branch router. I'm gonna go ahead and minimize HQ switch two. Here's our branch router. I'm gonna click on it, slide it over, make it a little bit bigger right to left, and we need to activate CDP on that device. Now normally it'd be activated by default, but it looks like somebody's turned it off. So we're gonna go ahead and turn it on. We're currently in user exec mode, type in enable to bring us to privilege exec mode and then config T for global configuration. From here, we can go ahead and activate CDP. We do that by typing in CDP space run and that turns on CDP. First one done. Next one, connect to switch BR-SW1 over SSH. You will not be able to open the CLI window by clicking on the branch switches. Well, what we have to do is we can't open up the CLI window by clicking on our devices and our topology. We're gonna have to use SSH from the branch here to connect into our switches. Now, how do we do that? Well, we have to figure out what the IP address is. If we scroll up here, nowhere does it give, actually, it gives us a lot of IP addresses, but this is one of the IP addresses we need to figure out. The IP address here for VLAN 10, we need to figure that out. Well, how do we do that? We're gonna use CDP and in particular, we're gonna use CDP details. We are on branch. We're gonna look for our directly connected devices. Directly connected should be HQ and branch switch one. Let's go ahead and do, well, first I gotta type exit. Takes me back to privilege exec mode. Now I can go ahead and do a show CDP neighbors. And it's gonna list out what CDP neighbors I have. It's gonna say I only have branch switch one, which is this device right here. It's not gonna show me HQ, because HQ is not running CDP anymore. HQ, we just set to run LLDP, so they're not being able to communicate back and forth. The only directly connected we know about is the branch switch one device. This does not give us an IP address here, but it tells us how we're connected. We are on the branch router. Our local interface is actually a sub-interface, so it's gig000.10. It's a sub-interface, and then we are connected to the other device on their gig01 port, and the other device is called br-sw1. There's no IP address in here. What we have to do is do the show CDP neighbors detail, and that will hopefully show us that IP address. So show space CVP neighbors detail. Here's our device branch switch one. Here is the IP address of that. I can go ahead and scroll up and put that address in here in our table. One of the devices we are looking for. That address once again is 192.168.4.250. Now that we know that address, we can actually SSH into that device. And that's what we have to do because we can't connect into the console connections, but we can SSH into there. Okay, scroll down to my instructions. Now the command SSH is SSH space dash L It's a lowercase l, not a number one. It's a lowercase l. That l stands for login with the user I'm going to specify. Up here on our table, here is the username of admin. So we're going to put admin in here. And then we put in the IP address. That was the IP address we just discovered, which if we scroll up to our table, was 192.168.4.250. Actually, I'm going to keep it right there so I can remember it. 192.168.4.250. 192.168.4.250. So ssh -l then use this username to this IP address. Go ahead and enter. Now it's going to ask us for the password. We come up here to our table. Here is our password. User password is swadmin pound sign 1. capital S, capital W, one, A, D, M, I, N, pound sign. And we have now successfully logged into branch switch one. And looking at what we had to do, connect to switch branch switch one over SSH, you'll not be able to open that. So we successfully connected there Then we have to connect into our other two switches, branch switch two and branch switch three over SSH. Configure the access ports that are in, that are in use to not send CDP messages out their ports. Configure those ports not to send messages out. What we're looking at here is on switch two and switch three right here. These ports right here, we're not gonna send CDP information out. The reason we're not gonna send CDP information out is these devices over here don't need the CDP information. They're end users, they're end devices. They don't need the CDP information. So we're gonna stop CDP from going out of these devices. Okay, hey, we need to connect into switch two. Let's go ahead and connect into switch two, but first we need to figure out what the IP address is. To do that, here we're on branch switch one. Type in enable to get us into privilege exec mode. Our password, once again, is S. Oh, enable secret. Here is another column. So SW1 enable access pound sign. Okay, let's see if I can type that in. s capital S, capital W, one, capital E, N, A, capital A, C, C, E, S, S, pound sign. We are now in privilege exec mode. How do I know? It gives us the device name, br switch one, and then it tells us and gives us the pound sign, the hashtag, the Octothorpe, I guess is the technical name. Or my personal favorite, it is the waffle sign. Once we're in privilege exec mode, we can do a show CDP neighbors, but that's not necessarily going to help us because we see that there's no IP addresses in there. So we need IP addresses to connect to. The command to do that is show CDP neighbors detail. Here is the information for branch switch three We start off right there, because here's the command we entered. Right here is the first device, branch switch 3. It gives us the IP address of branch switch 3. I'm going to actually scroll up in our table. I'm going to put that information right in there. And so that was branch switch 3, which was 192.168.4.253. Nope, sorry, 254. Come on, 254. So branch switch three was 192.168.4.254. And then we come down to here, here where we start our next device, branch switch two, and that has the IP address of 192.168.4.253. We can go ahead and enter that in our table, 192.168.4.253. We got all three of our addresses. Now we can connect into them remotely and turn off CDP to the PCs. Okay, let's go ahead. We are currently in Switch 1 here, but we are doing that from branch. So we click on branch here. We have more we have more information to display i don't care about it so i'm just going to hit Control c that cancels out once again we're in branch switch one let's go ahead and ssh into branch switch two the command here is ssh space dash l the username for branch switch two is admin so we can put admin in here and then the ip address for branch switch two which was 192.168.4.253, 192.168.4.253. Gonna prompt us for a password. Our password we can get from our chart here, SW2admin pound sign. So capital S, capital W2admin pound sign. Let's go ahead and get into privilege exec mode right away. Enable. It's gonna ask us for our password back to our chart here. Here's our password of capital S, capital W two, capital E, N A, capital A, C C E S S, Pound sign. And we are now in branch switch two in privilege exec mode. From here, we now have to go and turn off the access ports not to send CDP messages. Well, what's our access port? What I'm gonna do is I'm gonna click in this window right here. I'm gonna mouse over this triangle and it's gonna say F01 is the one connected to PC2. So we need to go into here and turn off our CDP. We got to keep it on globally, but then we go into the interface and turn it off there. And so that was F01. We need to go in that interface. Let's go ahead and type in config T to get us into global configuration mode. Then we can go into our interface, interface fast ethernet zero slash one. Now all we have to do is turn off CDP on that one. Turn it off, the command here is no space CDP enable. That turns off cdp on that interface next step is to do the same thing on switch br switch 3 well we can go ahead and just tell that right here from switch 2 into switch 3 but we need to be in privilege exec mode type exit once type exit twice now we can go ahead and ssh command here is ssh space dash l What username? Well, we're connecting into branch switch three. Username is admin. So admin space, and then what is the IP address of branch switch three? Scroll up to our handy-dandy table. 192.168.4.254, 192.168.4.254. Go ahead, hit enter, asking us for our password. Our password here is sw3admin, pound sign, capital S, capital W, three, admin, pound sign. We are logged in. Let's go ahead and get in privilege exec mode right away. Type in enable. And our privilege exec password is right here. So let's go ahead and type that in, capital S, capital W, three, capital E, N-A, capital A, C-C-E-S-S, pound sign. And we are in privilege exec mode. We can go and turn off this interface. Turn it off for sending CDP out. Once again, we have to keep it globally turned on on the device, but we don't have to send out CDP information out this port, so we're going to turn it off. Now, what port is this? I'm going to go ahead and click in this window here, make sure it's activated, then mouse over this triangle. And it's fast Ethernet 01. Okay, let's go into that interface. First thing we have to do is global configuration mode, config T. And then that was fast Ethernet 01. So interface F0 slash 1 brings us into that interface. Now we turn off CDP right there. To do that, is no space CDP. run. Turns off CDP from going out that fast Ethernet 01 port on switch 3. Turns off CDP going out this port right here. Oh. And it wasn't that. I turned off CDP globally. It's no CDP enable. Okay, we need to quickly fix this. So we have to turn CDP on. Go ahead and type in CDP run here in privilege exec mode. I apologize for this. And that is done in global configuration mode. So CDP run. It is now turned on. Now we need to go back into that interface. So interface F01. And to turn it off on that port, it is no CDP enable. Turns off CDP messaging on this fast ethernet 01 for switch three. You guys got to see some quick troubleshooting. I put in the wrong command here, but I did no CDP run. It turned it off for the entire device. So I had to go back in, re-enable CDP globally And then just go back into the interface and turn it off on that interface. I apologize, but you got to see how to troubleshoot when you fix or when you screw up something, how to fix it. That takes care of the end of our configure CDP section. Last thing we have to do is configure NTP. I'm going to go ahead and minimize this. Configure HQ to use the device at 192.168.1.254 as the NTP server. What I need to do is get on my HQ router and I'm going to tell it to use this server as my NTP server so I can set my time. I'm going to go ahead and click on the HQ router. I'm going to log back in, type enable, bring me into privilege exec mode. Now to set up your NTP server, you need to be in global configuration mode. Go ahead and type in config T. From here, we can go ahead and specify our NTP server. NTP space server, and then the IP address is right here. 192.168.1.254, 192.168.1.254. That is our address that will say, use the NTP server to set our time. Exit once gets us into privilege exec mode. That was Packet Tracer Lab 10.8.1. Configure CDP, LLDP, and NTP. It was my pleasure to provide you with this wonderful episode on configuration examples. If you like this episode and you got value out of it, please click that like button, give a five-star rating, leave a comment. This all helps me bring you more great content. Please take a minute to subscribe to my channel. All my socials and contact information are on my website, kevtechify.com. There you can find out how to get all these episodes in video and podcast form. Thank you so much for watching this episode of my series on practical configuration examples for the CCNA. I've created four wonderful playlists for you on the CCNA. These episodes, I go through all the concepts that Cisco calls out for the CCNA. Once again, I'm Kevin, This is Kev Techify. I'll see you next time for another great adventure.